0: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
1: Pop culture, culture, subculture, music, music, horror, horror, sex, sex,
0: politics, art, and overall overall bad bad ass. ass. This This is is Society society 13, 13. redefining Redefining podcasting.
1: Music. Music, horror, horror. horror.
0: Subculture. subculture, and, and overall badass. Bad bad welcome, welcome, welcome to Kettle, to Kettle Whistle, Whistle Radio. Radio with your host, your host Dave, Dave and Sean. And Sean.
2: Friends and themes Wow, that's pretty loud <laughs> We're back, meaning it's the first time I'm physically seeing Sean in the same room at the same time Physically here <laughs> And creepy as ever uh, Hope you guys are still surviving We are, we have a guest tonight on our first show back as I we, mean, well, together in the same studio And uh, wait, you're pointing at something else So what do you got? KWR of you you are sticky, yeah. I, I got stuff for you. Yeah, you yeah, got some yeah. swag coming. Yeah, this swag. If people ask for it, I'd, I'd send it to them, too. Uh, we have a guest tonight. Uh, kind of an oldie, but a goodie, uh, as far as Kettle Whistle's concerned. If you guys stuck with us for a long time, you would remember in the beginning a band, little band called Mr. Vertigo out of Boston, Massachusetts. Um, Matthew will be calling in, and he's got new stuff for us and new bands we're going to discuss but he also, what's what did he call us about, or why, why did he contact us? He's got a
3: story about a haunted recording studio, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I guess there's two of them, uh, but the one he's talking about is the one I think they've used. I don't know for sure, but uh, yeah. Hey, it's Halloween. Uh, seemed to fit the mold. Perfect. Perfect. So month, perfect. Um, so how the hell are you, man? I'm doing really good. Doing
4: really good. I think good.
3: you're
2: freaking lying to me.
3: <laughs> no, I'm, do- I'm doing really good. I tell you what, I'm a little... I feel like I've been. We were talking the other day. Baptized. And, yeah, I just feel trapped in my house and just, hey. just uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit depressed. Okay. I'm glad to be out finally.
2: Well, yeah, it's a shame you have to spend your time with me. But, um... <laughs> it is a shame. So, <laughs> well, uh, well, when you say trapped, I think we all kind of feel that way right now.
3: Yeah, I, f- I feel like I've kind of gotten into a routine,
2: and you know, some bad things routinely. Um, you're not alone there either. Um, yeah. a lot of people have fallen back into their old ways, uh, whether they're good or bad or ugly or whatever, but there's also a lot of people creating stuff too. Um, I know you're, you're frustrated with, uh, just not being able to play as much or go to a show.
3: Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had a few, uh, uh, lessons for bass guitar that I was able to go to. I, I had five and, um, I, uh, just... I I, I was able to go for a uh, Rock for Life show to see my friend's band play. And uh, that was cool because it was outside. Everybody was social distanced and, you know, it was a good event for a good cause. Mm -hmm. But I'm really just kind of ready to get a little bit closer back to normal. But, uh, you know, I understand that, you know, a lot of people have to be safe and careful because of Mm -hmm. other, you know, you know, extended family and you know things like that so um all all that stuff's in my mind and i care deeply about it but i don't know i think i think i've been maybe a little bit selfish lately
2: hey uh, well that (laughs) definitely happens i've i've had my two breakdowns i can recall uh just uh yeah i don't know start crazy you know Mm -hmm. and uh you think things are never going to get better there's a duality that as humans we're not ready for uh we want things to get back up and running we need to make money but we're not allowed to get together to do that it doesn't make sense what was um, that what was that movie with uh bruce willis where basically him and his wife
3: lived in like the same house but they led different lives they 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 would basically go into like a a uh, I want to say it was a bruce willis movie where they they, they would they would basically go into like a diehard Like a a virtual reality world almost, where they would live live out a life, but they were actually just in their house, sitting in like a machine that was like.
2: So not Die Hard. No, it was Looper or something (laughs) like that. Oh, Looper! Yeah, wasn't uh, Hayden Christensen in that too? No, <laughs> forgettable performance. Maybe I don't know.
3: I can't remember. I'm gonna to have to look it up. I'll look it up on a break. Uh,
2: I thought that was. Uh, I thought Looper was uh, Samuel Jackson and yeah. uh, and Hayden Christensen. Maybe I'm completely wrong.
3: Maybe we're gonna to get to a, a life where we, uh, you know, actually never never physically leave our homes and we just live a life like in some sort of like virtual reality or something. It'll probably eventually get to that. You think?
4: Uh,
2: well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen because every time things start up again, or rather things try to get started up again, uh, it starts up again, this creature called COVID. But, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's different ways to look at it. There are people that do get very, very sick. And I've seen that side of it. And then Mm -hmm. there's people honestly, and this is weird, the smell and taste thing is the only symptom they get for like a week. They yeah. lose their sense of smell and taste. I have I know people that this happened to. Wow. Um, and then there's people with pre-existing conditions that should never get it. So, and that's the part I don't understand that people don't understand. I guess they don't know anybody that's been sick with something. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I, I I just don't, why well, take the chance? And I, I really don't need a really bad cold. So if I have to wear a mask while I'm working, I'll do it.
3: I'll do it. Yeah, it, I mean, I mostly nice. I mostly work from home and I do like a... Uh, rotation every five weeks in the office, you know, where there's literally uh, like a handful of people and everybody's really spread out and you don't have to worry about, you know, except when you're in the common areas, you got to wear your mask and, you know, make sure that, uh, you're doing your part, but, uh, yeah, most, mostly at home, me, the wife and three
2: dogs and a cat. (laughs) Well, yeah. And you didn't, you just take in another dog.
3: Yeah, we did. We had two dogs. We uh, decided uh, there's a there's a uh, uh, there's a place where we get our other two dogs groomed, but they also have a uh, a um, they take in animals that are in bad situations and or people that just can't take care of them anymore, and they'll um, find them new homes. And they find them really good homes very quickly. That's cool. um, What's the name of the? It's called Tiny Cause. Oh, not like
2: Tiny Paws, Tiny Cause. Tiny Cause, yep. That's interesting, because our guest, um, if he makes it, he may not make it, and we may be just doing a show tonight, and we'll, uh, we'll get him again. Uh, the, from the looks of it, I'm not sure. He's not getting back to us. But he sent us some cool music um, and leads. But uh, he proceeds from one of their um, their albums here. Uh, I wrote it down. Uh, I'll have to show you. They, they The proceeds go to Paws, which is a um, Rhode Island, I believe, like... Uh, like Animal League type situation so when you buy things from the, one of their from uh, Mr. Vertigo's albums mm-hmm. you, it, the proceeds go to uh, I, I want to say uh, Sub Theories is the album I forget the name the, the title but um, yeah I'll go get that because I wanted to talk to him about that but so yeah they're, yeah. they're totally into the animal rescue thing cool. too again Matthew Hages or Hages, not sure I wanted him to clear that up I, Haggis, I can't wait to see maybe. oh he's going to be There's upset third now way. but yeah he um honestly I don't know um I wanted him to correct me so I could be wrong on the air mm. again because that's a, a thing, and, and here's something else I came across too. Another band, um, Nine Stitch Method, very much not like uh, Mr. Vertigo. These guys are, it's two guys, and it's kind of industrial mm, metal rock. But um, I guess they're the Black Keys of industrial guy uh, Patrick <laughs> McKelvey, or I, it's hard to say his name when you open up. It's Patrick, but you look at it looks like McKelvey, but I don't think that's how you say. it. But Patrick now has his own label, so we're going to be getting some cool bands from him as well. There's a lot of good music coming, and not to mention what Matthew, our our guy right now that we're waiting to hear from, he um, now is signing bands, and you heard the Babes, B-A-A-B-E-S, and they're not Babes at all, they're uh, dudes.
3: <laughs> yeah, they are they're they were actually really good. I'll be interested to hear this band. I think it's McElravey. Maybe. Mackle- it could it be? McElravey. Mackerel-
2: yeah. That's funny because uh, I met him through Bob, who's the artist on Mr. on Doctor Peeler, the comic book, and that we did. And he couldn't pronounce his name either. And I, th- I hopefully <laughs> Patrick will see this in um, a humorous way. But <laughs> and we'll have him come on the air and say his name correctly. But the way it's printed on that, it is a little hard to decipher. So yeah, it's kind of cool artwork. No, I yeah. Like it. Oh, this there's, there's a couple tunes on there. I know that you'll like. Yeah, I got that last Living Dead Weekend, which of course now is defunct. Um, but we did
3: play is that totally defunct now or is it just for um, COVID it's year? not
2: it's just COVID yeah yeah because yeah. they're doing uh in Monroeville I might be signing up for the one with uh, the Monroeville uh, Days of the Dead um they do that out it's outdoors mm-hmm. so it's happening and yeah. uh I'm getting a table possibly with Bob and that's uh I think it falls in November so it's gonna be kind of might be chill mm-hmm. but then again might be really cool <sighs> that makes no sense um so, Spirit Machines, that's the CD and the gift pack they sent us. We played two of their songs, mm-hmm. and that's a pretty solid album. I don't know how much of you listened to um, otherwise.
3: I listened to the whole thing. I listened several to several times. I want to say that this is on, um, I don't know about this album, but at least one of their albums is on Spotify. And, you know, that's how I'll consume music to find out if I like it or not. And if I do like it, I'll go and I'll make a purchase from the artist. But Right. Um, You know, that's that's how I get a that's how I get to find out whether or not I'm into it or not. You know,
2: I got you. Absolutely. But we got to play Zober and uh, the other one that we really both agreed on was kind of funny. Uh, We like the changeling, but um, echoing sound. Mm -hmm. That's a great tune. Um, They get slow towards the end of the album, uh, but I really like it. Uh, it, it's just solid rock and roll. I, I think I would yeah. love to meet them one day, but great people, the Spirit Machines. And this one here I got, this is, we talked about this one. Um, Coco O'Connor, uh, she sent us this, sort of like, actually nothing like Ali, but her her um, promoting methods are very similar. And um, that's how I ended up getting her. That's more, um, Mm, jammy, uh, rock and roll, outdoor at uh, Liz Fair, like a, a what was it, Lilith Fair? Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't Liz Fair? Yeah, Liz Fair is a person. I, like, I liked <laughs> yeah. her a lot.
3: Lilith Fair, that's the yeah. uh... Lilith Fair.
2: Like she, this would be your headlining act at Lilith Fair, Coco O'Connor, hmm. and we are allowed to play that stuff. Just depends. Um, well, I don't know if we're gonna get Matthew now because. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, folks, but yeah, we're going to uh, just talk some bullshit right now.
4: That's okay. You, <laughs> got, comic books... you got me
3: here, and that's all that matters. You just... Exactly. And <laughs> again, back
2: in the house, uh, the girls, Queens of NC-17, they got together for the first time and did a show in, you know for like six months where they had to do it remotely. So they, mm-hmm. they recouped, and they're like on fire on Instagram right now. Queens of NC-17, folks. Check them out.
3: Is this the comic
2: for the show? It is. That's new, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, I don't know. He, tell them what you're holding.
3: The Boys, Dear Becky.
2: Yeah, that's the comic book came out. And that's the show
3: The Boys on Amazon Prime. Yes.
2: That's issue 2. I've got one and 2. One is very strange. Do
3: you watch are you on season 2 of that show yet?
2: We got 2 episodes in, so I need to delve more. You know what sidetracked me? Yeah. My boy, Johnny Lawrence. <laughs> Cobra Kai. Oh yeah. There is no reason to watch anything else right now for me and we didn't finish season 2. So I'm just waiting. I know Elizabeth she's going to make her pretty face visible. Maybe not.
3: Well, we we watched uh both seasons when they were on uh YouTube mm-hmm. and of course now everything's on Netflix now. And I, I hear I think the new season's going to be on Netflix too, so. Okay. Yeah, cool. Hopefully uh hopefully the production value and everything <laughs> will stay up to par with what it was cause, Yes. Well, and you know it will because look at all the a lot of the other shows that they put out. On um, Netflix. Yes.
2: Pretty good. Uh, Yeah, and no. Yeah, I know that. (laughs) We have a big no-topia. Nope-topia. Yeah. Uh, Utopia. I tried it. I'm a comic book guy.
0: Oh, that's
3: not even on... Yeah, but that's on Prime. No, that's on Hulu. Yeah. Hulu?
2: Hulu or Prime? Utopia, that's Netflix. No. No? I don't know. Either way, I'm watching it. Interesting fact about... Utopia. Now it is based on a comic book. I'm gonna go find the comic book and read it because I don't think the show is doing it justice at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna. I don't want to badmouth things, but after I got three, uh, two and a half episodes in, and I couldn't watch it anymore. Yeah, and I'm not alone. I found out some, um, somebody you, but somebody else yesterday did the same damn thing. And this is a random person. They're like, I got into episode three. And it's like I had to turn it off. Yeah. I know the exact moment I turned it off too. Yep. But uh, yeah,
3: I just I just you know usually what I'll do is I'll give something at least five to ten minutes, and I was I was intrigued enough to to continue to watch it through the second episode, but then I was just like, this is going nowhere for me, and I had to shut it off. And there's been other shows that I've done that too too, especially on Netflix. Yeah, no joke. But uh, you know there's been shows that people have raved about, and uh, you know really like the Warrior Nun is another one. Like I liked it, but I didn't love it. Right. And people were raving about that show. Yes. And um, I don't know. Well, yeah.
2: yeah I I I, th- I find that it's kids that are younger. Well, when I say kids, people in their 30s are finding Utopia good. Uh, Gen Xers. Well, I think it was based on a British TV series. Oh, really? So well,
3: what, uh, like you said, originally it was like a comic or I thought it was, it was a, a graphic novel. But, yeah. And um, and uh. You know, this, uh, what's-her-name, um, that does the books, the Gone Girl books and those, she produced this show.
2: Oh, uh, okay. Well, John Cusack's in it, uh, Wilson. And I thought it would be good because of some of the players that were involved. And so, it just... there lies the question. Do we stick it through and see if there's a big turn of events at the end? I'm not. Okay, see. I moved on. I tried, folks. I started watching Wayward Pines, which I never
3: got to watch. Okay. With uh, Matt Dillon. And... Um, can't think of the can't think of the lady's name shannon sossaman's in it too and i had a i had a thing for her back in the day so
2: we both like her she did that weird uh kaiju monster movie we talked about oh um anne hathaway yeah anne Hathaway. yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah well she was actually a black cat huh or cat woman or yeah mm-hmm. i'm very tired of superheroes <laughs> and when people start and i grew up on them yeah. but i heard yet there's, there's this everybody gets every time there's a new batman announcement they all get the hard-ons, and I'm just kind of like, I'm over Batman.
3: The only thing that I want to see, which comes out, I think, next year, is the the Zack Snyder recut of
2: um, the Justice League. Uh, okay, well, that frightens me. But, um, Do you at not the same know time, anything about that? I know nothing about it. I just know they just can't get it right. So is somebody going to get it right, D.C.?
3: Well, he was originally supposed to do it, and I think his son passed away during. Why is
2: it whenever production or post production somebody
3: died? Well, then um, Joe Sweden had to take over, and um, oh well, I guess fans just didn't like what what the you know he used most of the footage, but I guess there was a lot of footage that was just kind of left on the you know the production floor or whatever you know whatever the term is for that but um uh he's gonna come back and give them the snyder cut basically kind of right. like they did with like the first superman movie way back in the day or, yeah or, the, or superman 2 i forget which one it was
2: yeah yeah superman two. yeah well i enjoyed i love the old one uh I, one and two i even i went to the movies and saw three and four one had richard Pryor in it
3: yeah, I think that was the third <laughs> the one. Yeah, I, I actually loved that movie when I, I was a kid. I had fun with it, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I even, when I was a kid, I liked the fourth one, but you watch the fourth one now and it's horrible. <laughs> it's unwatchable. I
2: have no memory of that film. <laughs> I know I saw it's it. That's a good thing. I, and speaking of, oh yeah, I ran into uh, another millennial argument. Sorry, guys, I know you're out there and girls, but uh, I, I think I may have mentioned that I, I had a client who well, he must, might have been 25 and uh, told me how, he was trying to tell me how the best shark movie in the world is. I we were, ta- we were talking Jaws, and he said Meg. He's like, until you see Meg, you've not seen a shark movie. And I was like, that's really not the point here. Jaws is visceral. Meg is CGI. It's Disney. And look to your left here, or right, your other right here. Mm. I was a collector of Steve Alton's books. I have all of them. Um, the movie's
3: not bad, actually. It's I, fun.
2: I like the movie. It was fun. It's
3: but- fun. I mean the you gotta think about the time period that Jaws was made in yes. and and the the um you know, same thing with like Alien, just the the time period that was made and the, the the um scare factor that it that it that it gave people. Um this is all just, you know, entertainment value. Pure entertainment. Whereas then it really scared the shit out of people, those movies.
2: Indeed. I, I, I just got a message from our guest. Um, Will he be making it? We're going to be playing a song right now. And we're going to get back to you. We're going to give you a little cliffhanging moment. All right. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. And trust me, we got shows coming up. And it's better when we're in the studio together. The remote thing, um, if you listen, I listen to a lot of radio, including XM Sirius and all those those talk shows. Like, yeah, they're, they're not used to the situations that we use all the time so I listen to them faltering while we tend to get better and it's a good template really right now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well I always get lost in this room uh, looking around at everything that's in here and I always find something new to like pick up and look at and you know now I see you got a lot of vinyl down here and I didn't even know you had that. Yeah we'll talk
2: about that I got some new ones right there too. (laughs) I got some interesting stuff sitting right there because I went to a certain garage sale Mm -hmm. from a friend that you know Mm -hmm. a friend of the show. And a regular on the show, Fury Outtakes with Fury. He had a garage sale. You can imagine the stuff he had. Yeah. There's stuff there that I still want to get for you, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. Right now, I think we're getting, we should get into maybe the Dirty Cakes. Sure. I think we should because I just had a, I just had a great phone call a message from uh, from Rick uh, Rick Torres of the Dirty Cakes. Now, if you don't know who they are, you need to know who they are. And if you're on Instagram, you'll find Becky Reck. She's amazing. She's on Facebook. She doesn't, you know, like most musicians right now, not too active there. But Becky Reck is the drummer from the Luna Chicks. I saw them open for the Ramones in 87, 88, I want to say, at the Ritz. And that's how me and Becky got back into it talking because she she remembers that show. And uh, she's a friend of Dava Wolf. Dava Wolf was tending bar that night. Um, and, it, yeah, so we're, we're going to get more from Becky Reck. She's going to come on at some point. And apparently Rick says we can play what we want so i'm thinking photograph that's a tight ass song what do you think i think you should go for it all right let's do that because we're gonna play it for you and then i'm gonna hit up rick and say hey man what format do you want us to play it in because we already played it and, <laughs> yeah, so, and he says he's gonna send me all kinds of stuff anyway all right enjoy What did you think of the Dirty Cakes? Man, that was really good. Photograph,
3: yeah, yeah. really good and really fuzzed out. Like, yes, yeah,
2: I yeah. liked it a lot. You said it too, it kind of sounds like it's bred off the Queens of the Stone Age, but yeah, we got some veterans, sort of Burning
3: band. Brides, Queen of the Queens of the Stone Age, sort of, you know. Yes,
2: but oh, uh, when we went to break there, we were discussing Halloween a little bit, and honestly, I'm still just Carpenter the first time around i don't need any more reboots i enjoy rob zombies i do i love them but when i want to watch halloween i go watch the the first one the original yeah, yeah. and you too maybe or
3: yeah you know i i watched it as a kid but you know there were probably a lot i was more into godzilla and stuff yes like that you were than i wasn't into...
4: yes you were yeah
2: <laughs> well we got somebody else on the phone right now and uh i'm glad first of all I tried to skewer your name so many times through the years. Uh, I want to make sure I did it correctly. <laughs> Is it Matthew Hages or Hages? It's actually Hages. Ah, so, Hages. It's like it's like saying like hi and then like dish. Uh, um, Hages. Uh, I like that better.
5: It's, <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's um it's actually of uh Polish origin. Okay. And, um. It, uh, so the.
2: The, the J is silent. So. There we go. So for years, and it's been a long time. This guy and Mr. Vertigo, his band, they've been following uh, Heather and I through the years. Early, earlier on, they were some of our first, first musical guests. Actually, uh, as far we didn't have you on, but we played. You, we've been playing your music for years. Um, the last we heard of you was No Myth, Michael Penn's No Myth. That's the last time because I, I haven't been keeping up, and that is my fault. But I, you also, no, um- yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, that's the um,
5: the last sort of official release was 2017 on uh, on uh, Zipper Records, our producer's label, Brian Charles from uh, Zipper Recording in uh, Boston. Um, we put out um, a cover of uh, Michael Penn's No Myths and then um, I actually believe we uh, I, I think in 2018 we put out a cover of um, the official
4: Iron Man Rally Song from Guided by Voices Oh really? For a a Compilation
5: that um, One of our great friends uh, The um, The uh, Sort of legendary Boston DJ Angel Wood um, Does um, These benefits called Keep Safe Boston And um, We've been on a few of them now And the last one we Um we uh, submitted a uh, cover of uh, Guided by Voices' official Ironman rally song. So you didn't—that uh, was the last sort of official release. So you didn't really. Um, yeah, and um, we've been
3: we've been working on an EP, and then COVID hit. So you're not that far behind. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you, you guys have done some covers? How do how do you go about choosing your cover? And uh, is it just uh, music that you guys enjoy? And uh, or how, how do you how do you choose that?
5: Um, you know, we've been doing covers since our first um, record back in uh, when we were in college back in 2002. Um, first off, I'll just say this real quick: the band. There's been sort of two versions of the band, and I sort of use the Deep Purple analogy: the Mark One, Mark
4: Two. <laughs> there was
5: the Mark. There's the Mark One version from from 02 to 07, and then we kind of split up. For a few years, and then uh, in 2010 we started recording again because of a um, investor and potential publishing deal. We actually recorded a lot, and um, and the publishing deal fell through. So we put out a new record or a new EP in 2013, and um, just decided to kind of you know jump back into
2: the Boston scene. And, uh, was that a Sub Theories? Sub Theories?
5: That was um, that was. Uh, it, 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 it was that sort of group of records. It was the Taciturn EP, and then it was the Meta Theory Record, and right. was the Sub Theory EP, which, which, um, Meta Theory and Sub Theory sort of went together. And, um, Taciturn was sort of just like a kind of the first thing that we put out, um, after, um,
2: wow, um, seven, uh, six years. Wow. Okay. Okay. But, um, Getting back to Sean's question, uh, we
5: um, we even from the first record, we we, we did a uh, Jeff Buckley cover yes. of the song "Morning Fest. and um, we we sort of approach covers like like if we like a song, we 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 want to cover it, but we don't want to cover it exactly like the original. We sort of want to throw like our own sort of twist on it, but also at the same time, kind of keep. Original um, melody and sort of keep elements of the original song, so so um, it's familiar to people. But then throw our own like you know kind of spin on it. And um, as far as how we choose them, it's it's pretty random. Someone will just kind of be like, "Oh, do you want to do this song?" Um, and you know we just end up uh, going and recording it.
2: And if we like it, we'll put it up cool all right well um i have favorites uh from you as it is i i love uh tastern is like one of my favorites uh of course the no myth thing kind of hit a chord with me because i didn't know anybody else knew that song outside of me <laughs> it ends up yeah they did <laughs> uh it was it was like one of was prior because i was like during the grunge period i was into like everything that was heavier than that and then you got your paul westerbergs and then that you know and I was just kind of like, this is not my style, but there's something about that tune. And I love the harmonies in it too. Um, so wait, now right now, what what um what album or EP are you promoting at the moment?
5: Well, we we are um, we have a new EP coming out in November, and um, I believe it's going to be the I think is the date right now is the first Friday in November for Bandcamp Day. Nice. And, yeah. Um, cool. We're, we're shooting for that, and um, it's called Indie Nerd Strikes Again, and it's a little more lighthearted than our usual stuff. Um, you know, we've sort of, to quote Jack Black, uh, we've, <laughs> we've, we've been accused of the uh, sad bastard music thing, and um, um, it's uh, and this, this just the song itself, Indie Nerd Strikes Again, is a little bit more lighthearted. It's it's uh, it's it, it, it's a pun. It's a it's a joke. It's 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 just something. But you know, there's a little bit of you know, if you dig deep into Jonathan's lyrics, there's it, 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 there's a little bit of uh, you know, melancholia and me- melancholy. Oh hell
2: yeah! No it works. Yes, is that a work? Uh, <laughs> uh, it no, it is Talia? now officially now it is. I was going to say Talia? to explain to the novices that may not know you. Um, I mean, your music is basically uh, pop punk, uh, power progression, with where that an emphasis on vocals because Jonathan's vocals are amazing.
4: Oh, thank you. And uh, yeah,
5: it's um, it's, uh, it's we we, we kind of genre jump all over the place. Like it, it's it's um, it, yeah, like you said, there's a. I mean, essentially, I guess it would be like alternative power pop, you know, indie rock kind of in that vein. But it, we, we, we just kind of jump around. And um, I, I would probably say that this this song, uh, Indie Nerd Strikes Again, is, is, is a bit heavier than we usually get. and um, But more heavy and sort of like the Pinkerton
2: Weezer type uh, of you thing. Know? Uh, yeah, that and makes not
5: sense. like
2: sound garden heavy
5: yeah
2: um, <laughs> right i mean of, of course i do love all that stuff and yeah i mean um it all has its place man me and sean talk about it all the time his mm-hmm. ears perked up when you're guided by voices i watch his head just you know like peek up just then because that's something i kind of missed that he's introducing me to slowly yeah they're, they're yeah so- i mean uncle bob uh, i i
5: mean if, uh, i I love Guided by Voices. Uh I mean they're 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 kinda like the godfathers of uh you know, the, the lo fi indie rock movement. Although to quote Bob himself, um, you know, when they started back in the eighties, Bob was like I wasn't he's like I, all, I had no money in a four track he's in uh he like I was trying to make it sound like Quadrophenia. <laughs> he's like, <"No."
4: laughs> But
5: that's all I had to work with was a four track
2: so uh Yeah sometimes there's a payoff to that I think there's a good payoff to that yeah I know
3: Billy Corgan just had a story the other day about his you know first demos or whatever he did on a Tascam Porta Studio or whatever you know just amazing how people would make their music back in the day as compared to now you have this DOS software you put on a computer or a laptop and you have everything kind of at your fingertips to be able to you know anybody can be a a bedroom uh, music whiz
2: so to speak (laughs) Mm-hmm. But you know the difference in the sound and what's good and what's not.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of um there's a lot of uh very bland music out
2: there. Yeah, I would too much say. trouble or no bass whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. But um we're digging, I gotta tell you too, now this is a whole new uh development for me and Mr. Vertigo. Um, the bands I guess you're producing, there's the Babes B A A B E S, Babes.
5: Yes. Um those are uh my uh my buddy uh uh, Jay, or as he goes by in the band, Johnny Brainbox, um, um, he, uh, we played a show with them, and, um, you know, we, we just got to talking and, and I was telling him that, um, I had been, uh, working, um, this is going to get confusing, there's a lot of Jays in this story, my, my, my engineer's <laughs> name is also Jay and, um, he had, um, he just set up a uh, old school analog studio. Um, Very cool. West called Project Sound, and um, we, uh, yeah, tried an eighty series console and a standard two inch machine. And um, I was like, why don't you, you know, we played a show with them in uh, Manchester um, last year, and I was like, why don't you come in and record, um, you know, how like all the bands you really into did it
4: like
5: like the dolls
2: and AD and the stooges and, and you know the misfits and, mm-hmm. and, and it, they were down so they came in and uh we did an ep well i we're looking forward to that sean you really like the babes right yeah i like them a lot
3: and uh it sounds like there's like uh maybe even a song there the story of jay or something like right? that. right yeah the, or the <laughs> instead
2: of pinkerton the Jay album yeah <laughs> if you will. Um, yeah, uh, that, I got to say now, before we get, you have a scary story for us, and we're going to play a song before that. But um, it is Halloween, so we should have a haunted tale of some type. But I got to tell you, that babes video, uh, again, B-A-A-B-E-S, babes, high demand trash. Um, there's a, Sheer terror went down my spine uh, with the, the woman that's in the beginning of that video. Um, and something familiar too, like it's something from like Sesame Street or something. Do you know what I'm talking about?
5: I do know what you're talking about. No, I'm not no. super familiar with the video. There's a, there's a, there's,
2: there's another. Uh, uh, I'm gonna regret asking this, <laughs> aren't I? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna regret <laughs> asking this. Um, <laughs> oh, no.
4: it's,
5: it's not a long story. There, there, there's a gentleman from Boston named uh, Dickie Stock, and he. Um, kind of a jack-of-all-trades. He's a comedian um, and he makes music videos and basically um, during the COVID shutdown, if I'm not mistaken, he was just like um, hey, anybody want a music video for short money, hit me up and and, and um, um, my buddy Jay, we'll just call him Johnny Brainbox, Johnny, that's because he goes by.
2: Jay hey, number Johnny. three. <laughs> yeah,
5: Jay J- J- number three. Johnny hit him up and and, and, and said, Hey, can you make us a video for the song Hides Man Trash? and and that was all Dicky. So I'm I I mean I uh, I you know, he incorporated some footage of the band, but I'm I'm not sure what the (laughs) the um the person singing I'm not sure who the person singing
3: in the beginning is. I'm not sure I no idea. Pippi Longstocking era I like have TV seen Miss, or something.
2: I've seen this. I'm probably, this is going to come back to haunt me, I'm sure, okay. but I have seen that before. I remember being afraid of it as a Maybe child. Maybe it's
3: like H.R. Puffin stuff or Oh something. my
2: God, it could be like <laughs> Sid Marty Croft.
4: All right, listen,
2: uh, Matthew, we got to ask you, we got to play a song. What is your pick for uh, a Mr. Vertigo song? Oh,
5: um, well, you
2: said you like taciturn, so why don't we go with taciturn? I love that song. Great. Thank you so much. All right, well, we're going to play some taciturn. There is a video, folks. You could check that out. And we're going to get right back with Matthew. Say it again. Hi, hi guess. Hi, hi, dis. Hi, dis. Hi, dis. Hi, I see. <laughs> hi, that's the best way to think about it. I just want to use that J so bad. All right. A little bit of taciturn, and we're going to come back with Matthew. All right, thanks for listening, folks.
0: I'm waiting
2: Yes. yeah that was taciturn mr vertigo taciturn taciturn we're waiting for uh, mr vertigos Matthew to call back um, and as for you what did you what, rage against the what the monkey what did you say rage, rage against the machine oh yeah laPD yeah we just talked about laPD the precursor of corn um, <laughs> yeah he's... triple X records triple... I, r-
3: I remember triple X yeah, records like right?
2: Jane's addiction the yeah. first that the, the for me the one that matters the first record uh the live one but yeah, I'm thinking there's something
3: else that I listened to back in the day that might have been on X well, records. Well, uh,
2: Sex Art was Corn, was Jonathan Davis, and those guys, that was the rest of them in LAPD. LAPD. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I mean, uh, don't look for Corn, look for Rage Against the Machine. Uh, lo-fi with that album, really. Uh, but yeah, this was supposed to be the. the uh, the age of uh or the returnance of returnance. And you and
3: I talked about this before, Very but expensive. and I think I'll probably catch a lot of flack from people
0: but Yay.
3: When that first Rage Against the Machine album came out, it was amazing. And I, then
2: it's it's really
3: good. The next album I was like Yeah. Okay,
2: man, bullshit parade. I don't uh, know formulas. What? The formula uh, grill the radio. I, don't know.
3: I just you know the, their formula
2: wore out on me real quick. Yeah, real quick. But yeah. I, I I think there was more. I think they. I love now. Wait a second. Uh, Sleep in the fire. I love that song. Sleep in the fire is my I, favorite. I do
3: like their music. I just you know they're so. T- I, I, I get so distracted. There's so many
2: things they'll listen to. and uh, I'm going to explain Rage real quick. It's like writing Superman. How can you write Superman and keep him interesting? Anyway, yeah. oh, he's back. He's back. The man behind the... Ma- Matthew, you back, sir? Hello. Yeah, we're back. And we just listened to Taciturn by Mr. Vertigo. And you are the guitar... I believe you do all the guitars, uh, both acoustic and everything else, guitar. I do all
5: of the rhythm guitars. I do all of the um, acoustic and electric rhythm guitars. And then Dewey, D-U-E-Y, his real name is actually John Duchamp, but we call him Dewey. He's our uh, lead guitar player. And um, sometimes we mix it up. Sometimes he does lead guitars. and um, I'm sorry, sometimes he does um, um, rhythm guitars and acoustic guitars, and I do... Uh, Some leads, and then our uh, keyboard player Eric Eric Fairchild. He also um, he's a multi instrumentalist. So um, in the studio, um, we kind of just jump around all over the place. Like um, I don't play keyboards, but those guys do. So um, yeah,
2: this is you guys are a musicians band. That's the way I, I was trying to explain to Sean. You guys are like serious musicians. You, you you don't you don't jump into a garage and just start playing, I don't think. You probably did that, though, at some point. Excuse
4: me, I just took a sip of
2: coffee. That's um, right. Oh, wait, really important. I should mention this before we start again. Um, you said you are OCD and I am ADHD, so does that mean we cancel each other out? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> we must cancel each other. Out. Sean, take <laughs> like, over.
3: <laughs> oh. Sean, take over. I'm taking over the show. Just
5: kidding. <laughs> Go ahead, my man. I was I was gonna say the funny thing is we we actually do rehearse in a garage. My drummer is uh, uh, my drummer John, John. My drummer's name is John Carpenter. Actually, literally. Whoa. <laughs> Thank God it's not
2: Jay. <laughs> um,
5: his name is uh, uh, JLN But still, John Carpenter. That's and, great. Um, he uh, he um, he pipes publishes an uh, independent newspaper in Wyndham, New Hampshire, which is, um, you know, we, a, f- a few of us live in New Hampshire, but we're really like 35 minutes north of Boston, so it's not,
2: it's like, uh, it's like a suburb of Boston. And I, I have to add, this is a little background on me and you, um, when I would uh, get on uh, anything hockey and a, a very anti-Boston, he let me know. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he really let me know, like he let me have it on Twitter, and, and man, you like honestly, I actually I was like, wow, okay, so you're as passionate about hockey as I am. But yeah, anyway, that's how it, me and Matthew got to know each other through our, our I don't know, hockey angst. And, maybe, and music. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the Bruins. Uh, the Bruins. I, I I think
5: we started Ooh. talking. Maybe it was 2000.
2: That sounds right. The, I think the year the Bruins won the cup after. <laughs> I oh, have God. nothing good to say.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, that's,
3: that's, that's what I think we are talking about. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, that's amazing how this has uh, come full circle. And Brady, Brady
2: actually, I think Brady, they, I did. I posted something about Brady crying once, and boy, you, you let me have it. That's on Facebook.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, you know, Brady is, uh, yeah. I mean, as we speak, um, the uh, um Hoyer is, is, is playing Kansas City and I don't even want to watch it because I I uh-huh. I, I mean Cam, Cam Cam Newton has COVID and you yeah. know I guess he's gonna be okay so so that's a plus, but I really don't want to watch Brian Hoyer go up against Kansas City right now.
3: And I think the uh their backup quarterback who's never won a game in
4: his life uh, anyway. Um well. but uh, no, I actually we do actually
5: rehearse in a garage. My drummer has a garage where he uh, does 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 a lot of the work for his paper. So we actually do rehearse in a garage. But um, okay, cool. So technically we're a garage band, but we, <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we um, I mean, I guess we
3: we uh we uh we you know know our stuff. Where, uh, so you know, we're, yeah, when you're not in the garage. Well, I was going to ask a when weird question. We're not question. in the garage. We're, uh we're uh in the studio or playing shows
5: around our uh, we kind of have like a little you know we kind of do a little cycle around New England like uh, we'll play a show like once
3: or twice a month well, obviously during normal circumstances and who and- knows what's going to be left where, if there's
2: going to be anywhere else left to mm-hmm. Yeah, oh,
3: God. Yeah, a lot of venues, I think, are shutting down now Or trying to stay afloat and...
2: Yeah, we lost the Rex, one of our favorite places but, Did we? Um, yes, we did Oh, Sean just found out Sorry, Matthew, he just found out, had a revelation Yeah, Jeez. we lost the Rex Yeah, the Rex was a place we saw a lot of good bands And it was a great venue But um, I want to get into this It is Halloween I don't want to get too depressed We talked about John Carpenter and Now it's... What about this haunted studio? Oh,
5: okay There, there's a studio in, uh, well, it, it's actually not a studio. It's like a, it, it's a building in uh, Coventry, Rhode Island. And, um, it was, um, it, it was, a mortuary at one point.
2: Um, oh, that's good. Ugh.
5: And it was, um, it, it was a mortuary. And then it was also, um, at another point in time, it, 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 was called, uh, Gordon's funeral home and it's on Washington street. It, it was on, uh, yeah, it was on Washington Street in Coventry, Rhode Island, and it was a mortuary. And uh, apparently, people from that town have known about it for years. And it was sort of, you know, like a creepy building that people were afraid of. And then um, oddly, uh, in the article I read, same one I sent to you, um,
2: uh-huh. the, yes.
5: there, there there was a gentleman by the name of Thomas, I believe. His last name is pronounced. D'Agantino, Thomas D'Agantino, and he, um, his band decided, well, we can rent it out real cheap, we'll rent it out, we'll go in, and we'll make a record, and, um, I think they lasted two and a half days before they, and, you know, sort of the same kind of thing that you hear all the time, like the first night they went in, they set everything up, and, um, they said that, um, you know, they heard some strange things, some strange knocking, hmm. little noises, and, then, um, you know, they were recording at night, and then they went back the next day to listen to the tracks they had recorded, and there was some real strange noises on there, like a woman screaming, oh. like, in the middle of a guitar track, and like, really strange stuff, and um, they started to get a little weirded out, but they were like, well, <laughs> you know, we'll just redo that guitar, and...
4: <laughs>
2: Oh, so the wait. So they they, they pulled in Amityville Horror. They just packed up and left. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Okay. Well, that's that's very telling, if you ask me. I mean, they yeah. they pay, they paid for that time in the studio, right?
5: They paid. To, they paid to rent ah. the property to oh. record in. It, oh. It's oh, okay. still, still money, and I believe they 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 had paid. I think
2: they rented it for two weeks, and they lasted. Wow. Well, where are these recordings? Where are do we have? Do they have recordings of this stuff? You know,
5: uh, they must. I don't. I mm. don't. Um, I don't. It didn't. It didn't say in the article, but um, I do know that um, you know I'm aware of Coventry, Rhode Island, and we mm-hmm. being from Boston. Mr. Vertigo has played in Rhode Island, and we do come in contact with. Um,
2: Rhode Island music scene, and that would definitely be something. Yeah, um, I love Rhode I'm Island. Here. Uh, beautiful place. Have you ever been? You ever been? Uh, nope. it's, it's such a beautiful place. Um, I, I smell part two to this conversation. Um, if there's any way you could find... Do you think that band would contact you and maybe possibly have those uh, recordings? Yeah, you know, I was actually
5: thinking about that. Like I was saying, um, I sort of have a bit of a fascination with haunted uh, recording studios and I was thinking about reaching out to the to um, Thomas and seeing if uh, we could uh, maybe get a hold of those uh, yeah. those recordings with uh, the, uh, the apparently quite a lot of strange things that they picked up I mean if you if you think about it um, you know Paranormal Investigators used all sorts of microphones to pick things up
4: and these guys had studio quality microphones yeah. set up all around a uh haunted house so Mm -hmm.
3: apparently they picked up a lot of crazy stuff i used to be terrified of like funeral homes i have a story i'll tell i'll tell you later no there's no later there's no later (laughs)
2: matthew is here now matthew is here now Well, tell your story David. i I
3: remember being a kid and i had a i had a, a nightmare about being at somebody's funeral and being underneath the casket like hiding under the sheet like like there was a void underneath and I was underneath hiding and I was staring out at people's legs and listening to them talk to the, to the dead person saying, that you're weird. Yeah. And then, and then I was like totally freaked out and somebody had to like pull me out. And then I stood there at the casket and the dead person, like. Laid there and like actually spoke to me and it was like they were alive and it was just a weird ass dream. I remember that
2: vividly. And here's something you don't know yet, <laughs> Matthew, because you're new to to the Sean experience. um I think it's hilarious that that Sean has sleep paralysis. <laughs> it's not hilarious. At all. <laughs> <laughs> it's I can't help but anyway. I'm very yeah. I'm not sensitive to that. <laughs> Ah, and I really should be. So uh, we've had a lot of weird <laughs> guests in this room and uh, in all this time, I think maybe because Heather's been here, Bob Kramer uh, and other ones, um, I, I don't think anything could haunt this place. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm a, you know what? Invite me to that studio. I might be able to help you guys out. <laughs> OK, <laughs> so what about you? Are, are you, Matt, Matthew, are you a true believer in spirits, the spirit words, the supernatural or is it a science we don't know yet? as in i'm quoting kind of a mr vertigo thing i think
5: i i believe that um i believe that um it it's uh i do believe in the supernatural but i believe that it's it's, it's just simply fringe science that okay. we okay and um when they sort of proved um i believe it was in um two thousand ten they 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 essentially proved Einstein's theory of relativity by shooting two lasers at one another. I believe it was at MIT, but don't quote me on that.
1: Wow.
5: And they it, it was actually in my bathtub. Um, <laughs> they um, they uh, they shot two uh, lasers at one another and they made matter oh, that's awesome. therefore proving his theory of relativity that that every that everything is energy and matter and matter is Matter is just another form of energy moving slower. And when when, when when that discovery was made, it sort of like, for me, it was kind of like, okay, wait a second. If everything is energy, if the entire universe is energy, if, 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 if everything is energy, then, you know, the floor I'm standing on is energy to, to you know, the stars in another universe. It, I, I was immediately like, okay, there's no way that if every star in the sky is a sun the planets around it there's no way we're the only planet with life on it and then i was like yes. they also they they also did another experiment where they were able to um sort of create like mini black holes i believe and kind of measure like i believe they measured 13 other dimensions vibrating on different frequencies simultaneous with ours. Now, not alternate dimensions. Alternate dimensions don't exist, but other dimensions. Like, there's not another you or me, but there is, There is, in fact, other dimensions that vibrate on different frequencies simultaneous with ours. Now, if they were able to measure, I think it was 13, not to be creepy with 13, but I think it was 13, and they, I, the, the, the science behind it means it has to be infinite. So, my whole sort of thought was like, um, and you know, if we're Halloween, we're telling creepy stories, so mm-hmm. my my whole thought on it was, well, if there are other dimensions, and everything is energy, who's to say that, like, like, again, just like with my star thing, why would we be the only dimension that had life in it, and just like, yeah. you know, black holes, if, if there's more. You know, that's like fringe science. Wormholes. There could be wormholes, and and yeah. beings could beings that don't have form could enter into our dimension, and and maybe they they have the ability to see what freaks us out, and they feed. Maybe, you know, maybe they feed off of 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 energy. And when you're when you're scared, when you're anxious, when you're paranoid, you give off energy. So I mean, they might just appear. As what we think is 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 um you know what we think is scary like a like a creepy being with horns or whatever right like, um, so that sort of opened up my whole kind of perspective and then this the same thing with like a ghost like like if if, if our entire our entire, to, to me our entire body you know is is energy and we have physical energy. You know, we have matter, slow-moving energy, bones, skin, and then we have our brains, which to me would be like, you know, if anything's going to be your soul, it's going to be your brain because it's a giant energy conductor and the first rule of physics is energy is never created or destroyed. It just is. So that energy has to go somewhere after this vehicle that we live in ceases to exist. So for me, it's like, it it could go somewhere else or, or, or it could get stuck if someone has a violent death, uh, as they say and repeat, so that's kind of my whole whole. I do believe in the supernatural, but I, I personally
2: just think it's fringe science that we don't understand quite yet. Hmm. Great answer, and I see um, a whole another episode with you. Uh, we're going to do a science show with Matthew. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. I see a third episode here, but definitely a part two if you can get a hold of those recordings. But Sean, you got something here feeding. Well, I was going to say in relation to his story
3: that I am. Um, I Actually, I rem- you know, only because I just watched it. I, r- I remember distinctly watching a Star Trek The Next Generation episode, weird to bring up, but there was a, a rift on one of the planets they went to, and um, there were like these interdimensional beings that nobody could see. You couldn't see the other dimension, but it was actually taking place in their reality, and they were feeding off of the energy of uh, basically the... the, the the people in the scene dimension on the episode, right? So it was, it's kind of weird. It kind of same sort of mm-hmm. vein of what you were talking about, really. It's interesting. And yeah, that,
5: that's, that, that's really interesting. And um, I, I I, think that might have been, I think, I'm, I'm not sure, 100%, but I think what I was talking about was sort of the the, the sort of basic idea of string theory, and I think they, that's kind of what, when, when, when they were able to create these these I'm not sure if they're mini black holes they were real they were able to create something in a laboratory where they measured other dimensions and and, and that's like uh, essentially I guess what they were what they had proved was the sort of basic idea of string theory and um I think that those those kind of things have have, have, have been uh, those kind of ideas have been kind of floating around for years and and, and um there was another part of it, too. Like, someone had asked, why don't we just, you know, if there's these other dimensions that are vibrating in different frequencies simultaneous with ours, like, why couldn't we just, like, 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 I guess there's something in our brain that keeps us from, like, like either seeing
3: them or slipping into them. I'm not quite sure what it is. Almost like we need a conductor or something to kind of, like, you know, think about, like, even, like, I'm not too into, like, all the 5G theories and things like that, but, like, think about all the different wireless signals and radio frequencies and all these things that are vibrating on different, you know, uh, wavelengths and how they affect, how they supposedly affect the human body and things like that. So maybe you're onto something there. I don't, I don't, I need more info. I need to do my um, research. I'm actually intrigued by this conversation. You you got,
2: you have smoke coming out of Sean's ears right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. I mean,
5: the other thing is like, like, have done my fair share of psychedelic mushrooms and um uh, (laughs) you don't
4: uh, say psychedelic
5: drugs and let me just say there are some really weird things that happened and um i i mean who knows maybe those those type of things you know uh open things in our minds that that that, that mm. would normally stay closed. Who knows? Not not not. We're not even to enter those other dimensions. But maybe sometimes we're able.
2: Maybe sometimes it's just a drug and it's messing us up. And sometimes we're able to see into a place we're not normally supposed to see. Uh, the, the Native Americans believed in that, and I always kind of I, I I look for them for wisdom in just about everything. Sure, sometimes they're just smoking weed. Maybe like you're saying, sometimes crossing over into a different plane of thinking. People do, know, I mean, people do it now. People do it now. But uh, just to take a right turn here. So Power Slut. <laughs> the Boston Riot girl band Power Slut. Uh, I believe you guys or you uh, produced them. I'm just so curious about this. I want to thank you because you gave us a Christmas song. We, we never had a Christmas song we could play on here.
5: Oh, okay. Well, that was... Um, yeah. Um, that band, um, obviously really great
4: really
5: um <laughs> r- really really comical it, it there, there's um my friend my friend Linnea the who, who was the leader of Power Sled. sadly Power Sled is no more after Yeah we
2: finished, um, I was upset I to see worked, that I was upset to see that
5: I I worked on their um their their last record, which is um, which is, uh, happened to be titled Fun with Junk, and um, it we worked on. Uh, there's a uh, there's there's a great event that happens every year every spring in, in Boston, normally, obviously, um, called the Rock and Roll Rumble, and it's a um, it's it's been going on since 1979. I mean, Till Tuesday's was in it uh, the Boston's were in it. it. Basically any
2: Boston band you could think of that existed from 79. Sounds like now. a road trip. Sean, sounds like a road trip here. What do you think? Road yeah.
5: trip. in the rock and roll rumble. And, um, I, I, again, um, Angel was a legendary Boston DJ, she, um, she took it over, I would say maybe 15 years ago, but it had started with, uh, WBCN, I believe in 1979. Nevertheless, um, Mr. Vertigo, um, Mark II played it in 2015.
2: Excellent. And, um, nice. And then um, I
5: just, you know, fell in love with the idea of it, and I had volunteered to work at it every year after.
2: And um, Power Slot uh, was one of the. <laughs> I love that name. It's a battle of the bands, but it's not really a battle of the bands. It's really
4: the Boston. It's the Boston festival for mm-hmm. local for for new local bands and you,
5: you know, bands that you know, like when Mr. Vertigo first started up, we were more of a we were more of a, um, a seacoast band, a New Hampshire Seacoast band. Um, great documentary. Just want to mention this real quick. If you guys ever get a chance to check it out, In Danger of Being Discovered, great documentary about the um, the
2: the New Hampshire Seacoast music team. Sounds North, awesome. North, I, yeah I, I love it in already
3: remember uh pittsburgh
2: yeah a lot of great bands um wait what was that i'm sorry sean had something to say about that well
3: i was just (laughs) i was just going to say that you remember pittsburgh had that ribbon music fest where all the local bands would get an opera was that what it was
2: that's where the clarks came from and all that bullshit yeah Yeah. i think so yeah
3: same kind of concept maybe like a
2: spring sort of okay yeah so all right No, we understand now i'm just I, again I'm not from Pittsburgh so I'm, I'm getting schooled at the same time from both of you oh
5: yeah I um. anyway so 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 it's not it is about the bands but it's not about the bands and the thing is like it's it, it's more or less the Boston Spring Music Festival and it just just, just getting
2: into it is great and there's t- there's 23 bands it's oh it's, I miss that <laughs> uh, more like
3: a showcase of the bands
2: <laughs> yeah I, I totally uh, miss that stuff six
5: six nights uh, of, of of preliminaries wow. and then there's two nights of finals and there's the finals but it's just it's just a great exciting thing and Power Slut uh came <laughs> in third Slut. the the um the last year it uh, happened 2019 and then they, they they won my services as a producer and um so uh I worked on their record Fun With Junk producing vocals for them and then um they also uh, had me and um, my engineer Jay at Project Town Studios in Haverhill, Mass. Do um, their Christmas song and so the, the band is kind of like a concept band, like the hero. You know, they're they they're, they're a very um, you, you know riot girl feminist uh, amazing concept in my opinion. Because Power Slide is the Power Slide is kind of like the hero, sort of like the character, and my friend Linnea, sort of the one of the, uh, it was really Linnea and John who were the brainchilds behind Power Slut and, um, John, the guitar player and, um, they, yeah, they, um, they, they, they laid it on the line, so to speak. And, um, awesome. uh, un, unabashedly, but then, um, they had been together for, 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 quite a while before they really started to kind of pick up and get noticed and that was kind of the sad thing. They, they, they even got nominated for, um, Couple Boston
2: Music Awards, I believe this year. Oh but wow! And the band isn't
5: together anymore. It, just, it was just one of those things where, kind of like, uh, you know, you just—I uh, kind of use the James Addiction analogy. You just start right. to break, and then like you've sort of been together for too long. Yeah. And, um, and uh, Linnea has a great new band called Linnea's Garden that are just starting out too. But yeah, I produced—I um, produced vocals for uh, their "Fun with Junk" record, and uh, I produced. um, co-produced their Christmas song with them and that's
2: a heck of a Christmas song everything is closed on Christmas and um, I honestly very eye-catching icon Uh, what is it a a, a CGI graphic of like girls leggings with uh, a ribbon right where you know it should be and the legs are open where everything else is closed for Christmas yes very eye-catching I believe that's also on uh, Bandcamp or did you say uh, where you you
5: Find that on Bandcamp, uh everything is closed on
2: Christmas except my legs. And we have a yeah, yeah. we <laughs> we have a Christmas song to play. Cool. Yay! <laughs>
5: and um, yeah, so um, those were kind of the last two bands that I uh, had worked with production-wise before um, you know everything kind of got shut down. But um, looking forward to getting back into it and. Um, especially with babes we babes actually did some uh we we, we did some social distancing basic tracks
2: that's a great uh, band that's a great band
5: yeah they they i i really dig those guys a lot and they're the they're the sweetest guys in the world and um they 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 they, they keep it real they keep it raw they're they're in my opinion you
2: you know the real deal when it comes to garage punk oh i could hear that sean right Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right away They have um,
5: they, They're on Bandcamp too They they have one full record Called Ratchet Ass Dance Party And I didn't have anything to do with that record That's, yeah, actually They were they were playing around uh, touring around And that when we played with them Mr. Vertigo played with them And that's how I met them And then we did an EP And they're releasing I think they've released two songs from that High Demand Trash And um, there's gonna be five And then they just did another
2: basics for another five and uh johnny's doing vocals on those now cool so i mean i like to i like to stay involved in the boston music scene in any way oh i know that well matthew heidis i just want to say thank you so much for joining us um you have to come back uh get more get get more ghost toasty stories for us and um it doesn't matter just good music is enough for us really but yeah we want to get you back um and right now you should tell them tell the folks where to get all your stuff
5: Okay, well, um, you can find, uh, you can Google Mr. Vertigo Band, and that's M I S T E R V E R T I G O and um, all of our stuff should come up. Uh, Mm. Facebook, Bandcamp is where you can find all our music. Um, I believe there's some of it on Spotify. Yeah,
2: Um, yeah, there is. I
5: I haven't gotten around to... to, uh, Getting it up on everything yet, but it is all up on Bandcamp, and um, there's some stuff on YouTube, and um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 our new EP "Engineer Strikes Again" is coming out in November. Yes. And, um, we got lots of stuff. We actually have lots of stuff on Bandcamp, and um, you know, obviously around Halloween, I like to suggest people check out our misfits Medley.
2: And yeah. Oh, that's right. Our, uh, that's right. That's the first thing I think I got to play from you guys. That's what I it was. It was. It's many. good. Oh, yeah. Sean's <laughs> looking at me like, what the hell, man? You didn't tell me about that. It's so good. It's so good. Um, it's acoustic. It's, but it's um, fun. It's fun. Yeah, yeah
5: it is. It, it, it,
2: it makes me really think, like, you know, the Mystic songs are actually, like, pretty pop songs when you break them down. Doo-wop, even. Yeah. 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 And um, our other sort of we
5: have two other Halloweeny sort of themes. Halloweeny. What am I saying? Anyway, um, <laughs> there's, um,
2: there's. Um, we understand. <laughs> there's a cover of the uh, another cover, a cover of the Cure's. The yeah, the party, funeral party. party. Yeah, yeah. And
5: then um, we um, have a song called Costumes, which uh, can be found on Bandcamp as well.
2: Well, and, here's the. Uh, a- um, I'm gonna let you think about the next and what song we're gonna go out with right now. While I plug away, we gotta. I'm as always kettle whistle radio is on Instagram right now. and We're starting to really get quite a following there. Uh, Twitter at fairly dark. You get what you give there. I Twitter is a, I don't know, it's a cesspool. <laughs> but I, you know, I put I try to keep it funny and people get real and that's stupid. But at fairly dark and then all our stuff is at www.fairlydarkproductions.com all the episodes, and uh, I have a new comic book out called Dr. Peeler, Demon Psychiatrist, and um, I had Bob Hoagland over uh, this weekend and we started sketching out and getting things ready for issue two, because there is going to be an issue two and an issue three, but Dr. Peeler, Demon Psychiatrist, can be found at uh, www.burningbulbcomics.com and help support the cause. Sean, you got anything in closing? Because he's still thinking about which song he's going to play next. You just find me on Facebook and that's it. That's it, Sean fellbush. And uh, so, Matthew, what song are we going to go out with? Uh,
5: you want
2: to go out with a Vertigo song? Oh, yeah. Oh, we don't have to. It's up to you. This is totally up to you. Oh, um, hmm.
5: You know what? Let's go
2: out with uh, the Misfits medley. Why not? Do oh, you know right. that, Andy? I, you know what? I probably do, because all those years ago. If not, you could always resend it to me. <laughs> um, I believe if you go to our
5: band campaign,
4: Yeah. It, it's on...
5: Beer
2: Hill single which is the fur like the very first thing um, okay cool and that's funny um I wasn't even I, I I think when I first played that it might have been one of the first songs i ever played uh, off of a band camp pretty new back then it was revolutionary but listen we really appreciate your time um you, will you come back when you have that new uh, album out I would love to come back I would love to
5: Thank you guys so much for having me on. I really
2: appreciate it. And um, it was an enjoyable experience. I'd love to come back anytime. (laughs) Well, again, you'll get to meet uh, Heather eventually, I promise. You've been around long enough. When she's not busy. Um, I have to note this, too, because I am her spokesperson about this. She's, She's not on Facebook right now, and she's not on instagram or twitter one or the other uh and she got she got banned she got in trouble but it wasn't her she got hacked and she wants me to let people know that um if she's not responsive it's because she's not allowed on there right now but <laughs> that's it and that's that's heather for you but we'll have more news on her in the future for all you fans out there because she's got some cool stuff happening all right um i'm gonna say good night and uh thank you again and uh, anything else in closing here sean I don't think so. He never has anything. <laughs> Alright. It's that sleep paralysis, <laughs> I'm telling you. Alright, good night, folks, friends and fiends. And Matthew, thanks so much. You're welcome. Alright, have a good night. Bye bye.
0: There was some kind of love. There was some kind of hate. The maggots in the eye of love won't copy. And it's a wa world- You think they really care I ain't no goddamn son of a bitch You better think about it, baby I ain't no goddamn son of a bitch You better think about it, baby, baby Let's test your threshold of pain Let's see how long it lasts It's happened in With jaded eyes and features, you think there is. Did you like the fun? Did you like the times that I promised? fires burning bright pumpkin faces in the night I remember Halloween, brown leaf and vertigo where skeleton life is known from home.